Hey, 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 everybody. Today we're talking about strengths and weaknesses, how that applies to your business and what you can do about it. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right, today's podcast is really exciting because it's something that happens all the time to all of us. We are human, we're not perfect. We have some gifts that we were given. We have some gifts that we have acquired through experience and learning and certifications. And we have some things that are just not meant to be. I'm sure you can relate. As a business owner, you wear lots of hats. You have to do lots of things in your business, including coaching your clients, taking care of your clients, managing your money, talking to your team and managing them figuring out what you're going to post on social media. There's so many different parts to running a business and it's hard to shift from one to the next to the next and be amazing at all of them. And the truth is we're all human. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. Not a single one of us is able to be perfect and outstanding in every single aspect of our business. And that's why it's really important to lean on others, get support and guidance, and move in a positive direction that is going to help shift where you are now and get you to that next stage in business. So I always say with my clients, you need to feed your strengths and outsource your weaknesses. And what I mean by that is I want you to sit down and just think about what do you love doing in your business? You can't get enough of it. You could do it all the time. Hopefully, and it should be, that one of these things is serving your clients. And if it isn't, you probably need to go back and look and see why that is, why you do not like serving your clients. Is it because you don't have the right clients? You don't have amazing clients that are supportive of you and they really respect your expertise or maybe you're just targeting the wrong people. But for most of you, you love serving your clients. That's why you're in business. In fact, that's probably your purpose in life. You feel like you're making a huge impact and you're in total alignment by serving your clients. So that would be a strength. What other strengths do you have in your business? Do you enjoy writing your own content? Do you enjoy posting on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever you are? Do you enjoy going live? Do you enjoy reaching out to people and inviting them onto a sales call? Do you enjoy networking, going to networking events? Do you enjoy speaking, being a guest speaker on podcasts or just hosting a speaking engagement or maybe in telesummits? What do you enjoy most and what are your strengths? And very often those two things line up. What you enjoy doing are your strengths and your strengths are something that you enjoy doing because very often we don't enjoy struggle. We don't enjoy doing things that we dread. I mean, that's the definition really. So if you're good at something, usually you enjoy it. Not always, but usually. So I'm a folk dancer. I've been doing it for over 30 years and I absolutely love it. And because I've done it for so long, I'm really good at it and I enjoy it. Now, if I was not as good of a dancer, I probably still would enjoy it because I love moving my body. I love that release. I love listening to music. But if I really, really struggled with dancing and it became something that was very frustrating to me and maybe I'd compare myself to those around me who were doing much better than I was, I might feel discouraged and I might not enjoy it. So that is to say you can enjoy something and not be amazing at it and you can be amazing at something and enjoy it because you are so good at it. 
that would be a strength. So I want you to think about all the strengths in your business and what you have time to devote to those strengths. And then on the other side of the coin, I want you to think of all your weaknesses. What do you dread doing? Is it your power hour? Is it following up with leads? Is it writing your own content? Is it recording podcasts? Is it writing blogs or emails to your network? What is it that you just can't stand to do? And you notice yourself being hesitant to sit down and actually do the work where you have excuses. Oh, all of a sudden I need to call my friend. Oh, I need to watch Netflix. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to feed my kids. I'm not going to sit down and do this work. And every day you sit down, it's on your to-do list and you want to get it done. And for whatever reason, you don't get it done. That is your weakness. It's time to get laser focused this year and fill your group programs and one-on-one calendar once and for all. My 90-Day Business Accelerator helps coaches and healers fill their group programs so they can scale their business, freeing up their time and making them more money than they made in the previous quarter. Visit go.melissmarketing.com MWI, which stands for Marketing with Intention. See you there. So the reason why we're comparing our strengths and our weaknesses, we're not even comparing them, we're putting them in a list so that we are aware of what these are, is because once you become aware of what you are great at and what you really suck at, you can then make a smart business decision on how you are going to have an amazing business in all areas of your life, in all areas of your business, so that you can step away once in a while as the CEO. And that only happens when you first are aware of what is good and what is bad about your business. So feeding your strengths, what does that mean? If you are amazing at writing email content for your weekly newsletters and you love doing it and you get excited to do it and you sit down to the computer and the creative juices just flow out of you and they just never stop, then that is a strength and that is something that you need to do. You enjoy it, it creates positive energy and momentum and you're good at it. So stick that on your to-do list and make it a priority. Schedule time in your week to get it done. If there's a weakness that you have, like accounting, like figuring out how much income you have coming in and all of the expenses going out and calculating from one bank account to the next and collecting your receipts and filing your taxes and all of that money stuff, if that's a weakness for you, as it is for me, and you sit down and you want to pull your hair out of your head when you have to crunch some numbers, instead of forcing yourself to do that, which is going to suck the energy out of you, suck the life out of your business, take you away from money-generating activities that you have to be present for and really make you hate parts of your business, then that is a weakness, my friends. And what you need to do with that weakness is outsource. You have to get rid of the weaknesses. Your business has to run smoothly and your business only runs smoothly when you're doing everything properly. So take on for yourself what you are capable of doing properly and you enjoy. That's the key word because like I said, you could be great at things and really despise doing them. So those are not things that you need to continue doing. You started your own business to have your own hours, to be your own boss, to do everything your way without relying on someone to tell you what to do. So step into that CEO position and now you can tell other people what to do based on the things you don't want to do anymore. So everything that you are actually doing in your business is something that you enjoy doing and you're good at. And when you outsource those weaknesses, you will find that your business grows in a much healthier environment with better energy, 
more clarity, you have good feeling, good vibing, and you will absolutely fall in love with your business if you haven't already. Now, some of you might be saying, okay, Melissa, I'll outsource, but I don't really have the money for that. I can't really afford to pay everybody to do certain things. And I get that and I understand where you're coming from. However, here's the thing. It's just like hiring a coach. You have to separate yourself from the money. If you give money to a coach to work with you, you're out that money. And it's usually a very high ticket price, 10000 25000 You give your coach that amount of money and instantly you feel like, oh no, I gave that away. And you have this like tightness in your chest and this feeling of desperation. I don't have the money now. What am I going to do? That's where you take that leap of faith. That's where you jump and the net will catch you. You work with the coach and what happens? The coach implements or helps you implement lots of strategies or little tweaks that make massive change so that you're able to bring in more income. You're able to scale your business. I mean, that's what we do here in the agency. So it's the same thing with outsourcing. You might not have the money because you have the time, right? It's either time or money. So you've been spending the time doing all these things. Well, what happens when you're spending time doing things that you dread doing? It sucks the energy out of you. You don't end up being as efficient or excited as you could be. You're not producing amazing work because you're not excited about it. And actually, your business doesn't grow. Your business actually stunts itself by doing such things. When you outsource your weaknesses, yes, you have to separate yourself from some money and it might be scary and it might hurt a little bit. Your bank account might be a little bit under. It's like one step forward, two steps back. But once you get other people running, parts of your business that you don't like, number one, you show up as the leader because you need to now be in charge of your team. So it's an exciting part in your business. It's an exciting next step in your business. And number two, these people are running things for you that they enjoy doing. It's their zone of genius. So that excitement that was no longer in your business because you were doing things that you dreaded is now there. My accountant, my financial advisors love dealing with numbers. So let them do it. Why do I need to do it and stress out and feel frustrated and really hate doing it when I have someone that I can hire who will do it for me and love doing it? And you know what? Because they love doing it, it will go faster. I could sit there and do something that will take me eight hours or hire someone who loves doing it and it will take them two. And it is worth paying two hours for someone to get that done and it's crossed off my to-do list and I can spend my time more effectively doing what I love. So I want you to apply this to your business today. Take that leap of faith. The net will catch you once you pay and outsource other people to do different things in your business that you don't want to do. It all comes down to feeding your strengths and outsourcing your weaknesses. I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at MagneticMarketingMastermind.com. See you there.